Welcome to Podcasts of Waterdeep. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast. To celebrate the launch of Waterdeep Dragon Heist, D&D asked Victoria Rogers from the Broadswords and Josh Peralt from Taking Initiative to create a special 10-episode story with a cross-section of the D&D live play community. Hopefully by listening to some of these episodes, you get jazzed about the possibility of storytelling within Waterdeep Dragon Heist and maybe find one or two new D&D podcasts to follow. To find out more about these groups and the Waterdeep Dragon Heist adventure book available in game stores now and everywhere, September 18th, head to dnd.wizards.com slash p-o-w-d or check out our live video programming on twitch.tv slash dnd. Have fun listening to this first episode of Podcast of Waterdeep, brought to you by North by Northwest. However you found your way here, whichever realm you hail from, or whatever alignment you've chosen, welcome to North by Northwest. We'll start the episode in just a moment, but first, a couple quick announcements. Whether this is your first time listening to NXNQ, or you're a returning listener, thank you. Without you, our story wouldn't have grown to where it is now, and we're only just getting started. So, thank you. And thank you to Wizards of the Coast and Greg Tito for allowing us the chance to share in telling this very cool story in Waterdeep on their official Dungeon Delve feed, as well as Josh and Victoria for organizing this event. Using D&D for storytelling is our passion, and sharing that with such a wonderful community to kick off one incredible roller coaster ride through the City of Splendors was a blast. If you like what you hear, then come connect with us on social media. You can find the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at NXNQuest, or sign up for our monthly newsletter on our website, NorthbyNorthQuest.com. Without further ado, thanks again for listening, and welcome to the podcast of Waterdeep. Oh, and until next time, remember if you liked it, tell your friends. And if you hated it, tell your enemies. Welcome to North by Northwest. My name is David Alvord. I will be your GM for this episode of a very special Wizards of the Coast podcast of Waterdeep, episode number one, and I have become the wing condition. I'm Tiffany Alvord. I play Valen Moore, the half-orc fighter. I'm Joe Frankovich, and I play Kolvar Ironspire, the dwarf rogue. I'm Chelsea Steverson. I play Silo Sybin Fungalmancer Green Thumb Sporlet, our half-mushroom, half-gnome druid. I'm Elizabeth Goodgame, and I play Zill, the half-elf monk slash warlock. I am Andrew J. Young, and I play Mikhail Pavlovitskyvich, who is a rock gnome warlock. Mikhail and I are from the Lawful and Orderly podcast slash stream on Twitch. Hi, I'm Satine Phoenix, and I do a lot of Dungeons and Dragons all over the place with Maze Arcana and... And Dungeons and Dragons and DM for Sirens of the Realms, all girl bard band. And I'm actually playing Vlanya Umvara, and she is the band manager to Sirens. And so she is a Aladrin, six foot two, 
tall redhead, barred college of whispers wizard. And she has a familiar named RPG. And she's a little gray cat. <laughs> oh, God. What, what was that? Uh, I, where, where was it? That, that was me. That wasn't... That was me, but it wasn't me. I didn't. I didn't have control. I all I could do was watch, and, and the thing was so tall. How? How? How did it move? Oh my God! Oh, no! No, Bird! No, Archimedes! Not now! Not now, Bird! Okay. I. Oh God! I can feel. I can feel the memory slipping. Oh God! Where's my journal? Oh, where? Oh God! Okay. Okay. All right. Um. Let's get this down. Oh my God! All right. Come on. Get a grip, Pascal. You've got it. Okay, okay. Hold on to the memories. That place, that city, those things. That, that was Val. That was the others. But, oh my god. Okay, focus. Alright. Dear Pascal, what I am writing to you now, I swear happened. The memories are fading fast, and I will hurry to get everything down as quickly as I can. I know most of this won't make sense, but I solemnly swear to you, you just experienced this. You did not have control, but you have to bear witness to all the events that just unfolded before your eyes. Everything that I write here is true. Everything. Okay, let's start from the beginning. It is nearly 3 a.m., in the middle of the night in post-apocalyptic Antilia. Just on the outskirts of Boomtown lies a small, dilapidated mine. Inside the mine are four adventurers who have just stepped inside of a bucket. They descend downwards into the abandoned mine shaft, and they go further and further, further into darkness. Focused on the task at hand, the three in the bucket are quiet, with thoughts of Mimi, the evacuation, and the oncoming confrontation awaiting them at the bottom of this mineshaft with the Desperado, when suddenly all four of you black out. Moments later, the four companions' eyes slowly flutter open once more to a muttering from Kolvar, startled awake by a gray cat perched on his head. Get off, get off of me, cat! Oh, what... What happened? What happened? Where are we? Oh, God. Uh, wait. Why is there a cat at the bottom of this mine shaft? It dawns on the four of you, you are no longer in Antilia. You are suddenly in a room. A wooden room. Around a large wooden table. With six beings. Silo's no longer a spider. A mug of ale in front of each of you. And besides seeing the cat, you notice this is a sturdily built tavern room. Although, oddly enough, there's no windows and no door. You're in a closed room. It's very strange, but the smells of ale and tavern food waft in the air from somewhere nearby, and the faint sounds of merriment off in the distance bring you more with it. You notice not only has Silo changed out of spider form, you four are wearing different clothing. You've been transported to a completely different realm is that is it me or do you smell booze is is it just a mug of ale in front of us or is there food no just a mug of ale in front of the four of you and two unconscious beings slumped over in their seats this 
This is the work of the Desperado. Um... I think I'm having flashbacks to Sado's Lemonade. Oh. Oh my god. Kolvar? I... You... You have a feather in your hat. very dapper. Uh, what? Uh, no. What? what are you talking about? Oh my god, I've got colors on. Oh. Kolvar, you're wearing color. I, oh I'm, my god, I'm in my a dress. My shirt is white and Why? blue. And I've got... Uh, what is it? What is on my head? My ass is chaps are gone. There are feathers in my hat. Silo, your ass is covered. Uh, actually, it's uncovered entirely now. Oh, is it? Because all I had on was ashless chaps. You don't have other pants in their place? No, wear a tunic, yo. I'm all mushroom all the time. Val looks down, and her armor is a cleaner version of what she has been wearing. So, this is what's at the bottom of the well? I'm not really sure we're still in the mine. Zill is going to look down, and she's wearing a, a white long sleeve dress with an intricate brown belt that has embroidery uh, at the bottom of the dress. And she's got soft shoulder pauldrons that are mustardy yellow and one of them is navy. And she's also got a very long turquoise scarf and she's got very tall brown boots and black leggings. And then she's also got a very fancy pink and turquoise headband that drapes over her ears. (laughs) Zill herself is a half elf. She's very pale Tons of freckles and very large brown eyes that are slightly upslanted, and just crazy white blonde hair. Your new dress looks very nice on you, Zill. Apparently, I'm not the only one who's fancied up. I have never worn things that twirl before. <laughs> Can you kick in that? I like punches. She's just stuff? she's just gonna start like throwing kicks at the air. <laughs> Where's my stuff? Sela starts looking around. She's like no longer in all of her like mossy, very natural clothing made out of the wilderness. It's now kind of canvas and patchwork leather, tunic only, and a kind of grayish cloak that matches her kind of disgusting mushroom skin tone. She still has polypore, which is her living mushroom staff, and she hugs it very tightly. If this is what's usually at the bottom of a well, I've been missing out on going down wells more often. Is there always free booze at the bottom of the well? No. Normally, you end up in a puddle of water. Do you go down wells often? I don't go down wells often. It's how wells work. Like, Val, your armor. It's so shiny. Silo reaches out, like, runs her finger down where the cat claw should be that's no longer, like, there. Like, whoa. Oh, that's... If we made it to the bottom of the mine, how in the world did we end up in this room with booze and new clothes? And better yet, who's that? The cat jumps off Kolvar's head and walks towards the two unconscious figures. Should we wake them? Yeah. Val's going to walk over to whichever figure is closest to her and kind of like shake their shoulder. There's a slumped over male figure. All right, I'll walk over to that one. And shake their shoulder. Wake up! Wait, Val, Val! What? What if it's the Desperado? Oh, well then I'll punch him. Uh, that's definitely not the Desperado. We just it saw him. It was drunk Willie last time. Well, not not after in he dropped disguise. the... But when, when he shined the light in the room when it was dark and, uh-huh. and he was talking mm-hmm. to everyone, that, that wasn't... Uh, that's definitely not this man. Val's shaking your shoulder. <laughs> It's getting more and more violent. The prone male starts to wake up very startled by a giant half-orc woman looming over him, shaking him awake. Hey, what is going on? Oh, hello, is that you? No. Uh, hello? 
Hi. Hello. Who are you? Oh, look, it's tiny. It's tiny like me. (laughs) Zill's going to shout from the other end of the room. Are you the desperado, sir? (laughs) I I don't believe I am a desperado. I'm not 100% sure. Who okay, it's you, not him. Who you are looking for? Mikhail uh, sort of like dusts his himself off. He is a very short, two foot nine uh, rock gnome with very dark brown skin. And he wears, and he is still wearing, black slacks, a white button up, a starched long sleeve shirt, black combat boots, and he has a under the arm holster. And there's a tiny little wand handle sticking out of it. Um, and he's bald as a cue ball. I don't know what is going on. Um, so you are kidnapping me, yes? This is a kidnapping? Uh, no. Is... no, no, wait. Uh, do wait. You, you have a name? Uh, d- d- uh, other tiny person? I have a name. I am Mikhail Pavlovitskyvich, late of the Leonard Canum High Guard, currently of the Leonard Canum Public Detective, so I don't actually have the power to arrest you, but I'm going to uh, definitely get you guys arrested if this is a kidnapping. Well, well wait, wait. wait. I, me, Silo... Misilo? Nice to meet you, Misilo. Okay, I I feel Silo. I mean, he just gave a name that long, and the only one I've heard longer is yours, and all you say is, me name is Silo? Well, no. No, He said, me, me, Silo, Silo, Sporlet. He's so tiny! uh, uh, Where do you, you, like, hail from? Gnome? You're a gnome. I am a rock gnome. I am from Lan Arcanum. Is that not where... Are we in MathBat? Is this like a... Uh, uh, we're, we're not in a sure. well. Wait, 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 no, wait, no, we're not in a well. We're in a room now. Also, we weren't going down a well. We're in a well. A well. It's a room. room at the bottom of a well. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We have another person we haven't wakened. Yeah, you have kidnapped two different people, and no, I don't know no this kidnapping. person either. No, no kidnapping. No, we didn't kidnap you. We woke up here while we were trying to get to the bottom of a mine where we're from. Zill is gonna. Zill's going to walk over to the other sleeping person and, and poke her. As Zill walks over and begins to go to poke the slumped over female, the cat kind of oh. at you. She's going to hiss back. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. We can fix this. I can't speak with animal. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Uh, Kitty Cat. Uh, no need to get upset. Uh, 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 what What's going on here, friend? Wow. <laughs> What what do you want? Oh, uh, I actually want nothing. Who are you? I am a Silo Simon. Stay Green away. No, I don't listen, Mister Putty Cat. I'm a woman. I'm a strong woman. I'm a mushroom kind of. Wait, wait, wait. Are you? Is this your friend? Yeah. It's just a yes or no question. Uh, okay, one yes. is for you. Oh, yes. Uh, okay, okay. Hey, the cat says Don't. that's mm-hmm. her friend. Don't touch her. Lord, cat is all business. Uh, would you like to maybe wake your friend? We're trying to figure out how the heck we got to a room at the bottom of a well. Are you worthy? Uh, uh, what do you mean by worthy? Can I need a. I'm trying to protect my pet. Um, you mean the, the fur? The hair? Yes. Okay, well, we don't actually mean her any harm. Uh, oh, mm. um, would you uh, like to wake her instead of us? I won't touch her. Uh, fine. And the cat crawls up on top of the slumped over woman's mop of red hair and starts to knead biscuits in the back of her mop of hair 
waking the woman with a start. And she just falls over backwards, startling herself, and then gets up really fast. And she's about six foot two and long red hair, giant elf ears sticking out the side. Gorgeous, glorious beaded dress and beaded gloves, necklaces and rings on her fingers. Herself in a karate chop stance, looking around. What? What? And then gathers herself. Don't worry, lass. We have not kidnapped you. We have not. The cat did it. The cat did it. Zill, Zill's just going to point at her and just be like, ah. It's just, uh, it's just, ah, no, don't, it, pointing ah, is rude, Zill. Oh, God. Zill, like, put it your is. finger down. Don't point. Zill, do you speak common? Yes. I, is, oh, my God, it's oh, an elf. good. Yes. You have eyes. I'm very proud of you. Cover. We're definitely not in Antilia anymore. Oh, that's right. There are no elves in Antilia. We can't be at the bottom of the well in Antilia. The Desperado is an elf. Are you the Desperado? Are you the Desperado? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, you have a name? She's she's I do. she's far prettier than the Hello. Desperado. Hi. Oh, thank you. I am Vlanya. I am uh, a band manager. Are you a band? Is that why we're here? Did I drink? Oh, uh, we much? were a band one time. Once our friend. Pascal was in the band with us. It was a one night a only gig. Um, um, anyway, how did I fall in with a band of musicians? Why are? How did we all get here? I don't even play the recorder. This is an Where excellent question. We? I think I'm. Sally goes over and drinks. Oh, booze. I play a hang drum. Okay, ma'am. And Mikhail turns to Vlana. I am Mikhail Pavlovitskyevich. Uh, I am a Lanarkin and public detective. Um, I do not know any of those people. I do not know where we are. But, um, and also, I don't only know one of them's name. The, the mushroom-shaped individual is named Silo. And have you introduced yourself? Uh, no. Zil. So, that's Zil. Zil. I am Valen, and you guys see a six-foot-tall half-orc. Slightly greenish, tinted skin, small tusks. And she is in full leather armor. It's a very water deep style of armor. And she's in a silver and gold breastplate that has a very nautical theme to the decor uh, with a large greatsword on her back. I'm Valen. Silo, you introduced yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. There's a dwarf, four and a half feet tall, standing there. He's currently wearing a poofy blue and white poet shirt with a large brimmed hat with white and blue feathers off of it. And he looks exceedingly uncomfortable wearing this gear in addition he's got a, a wide belt very poofy pants and pointy sho- pony boots my name is cold war iron spire of clan iron spire your name was mikhail is that what you said yes uh, mikhail pavlovitskyevich and vidalanya oh that's right vidalanya i'm look around are there any doors there are no doors no windows no exits from this room that you can tell of but you hear tavern sounds nearby well, you know, if we're going to have to be stuck in a room with no windows or doors, I'm going to drink, right? There's booze on the table. Silo notices that there are flagons of ale in front of the six of you and a small self-serve bar in the back corner. The only piece of furniture in this room besides the dribbling candles that light the room. I pick up my mug of ale. I dump it out on the floor as I walk over to the bar in the back. I guess you've met my pet, RPG. I guess we should start drinking and maybe we can pass out and figure out a way out of here. 
I can't believe he just wasted so much ale. Right? Is it custom to dump your booze? I don't like that custom. Kolvar takes his and chugs the whole... Oh, yes, I learned follows. Yeah. Is no one interested in leaving this room, then? Mikhail leaves his pint on... Unt- like, he doesn't even bother to pour out his mug. He just leaves it on the table. Suddenly, at the opposite end of the room, a dimensional door blinks open, and in walks... A tall, slender, severe-featured drow wearing the most beautiful artisan wizard's robes you've ever seen, covered in subtle, intricate elven designs. He walks in with a long cape flowing behind him with two ornate silver spider clasps on his shoulder, which match the splendor of his black, finely crafted quarterstaff engraved in silver glyphs. Upon the top is a purple gem on which a proud, strong, Phoenix sits with the most curious eyes, green eyes that look almost fish-like. And the drow walks into the room and the door blinks closed behind him. And he looks at the table and he says, welcome. Kovar immediately draws his crossbow off his back, his black metallic crossbow. And as he lifts it and aims at this person, the red light comes up on it and a bolt appears on it. Can we just put the weapon? Wait. Mikhail has also drawn his wand from his under his arm holster. It's got a it's a short black wand with a skull at the tip. All right, kidnapper. We are getting out of here. Wait, that's Pascal. So you are working with the kidnapper? No, I knew no, it. no, no. Ma'am, no. I will get you out of here. You are you are you don't Thank drink you. anything yet. We need I need you sober. Oh. No, y'all, pause. We know him. Let's ask some questions first. Put we know the, <gasps> Put the crossbow. We down. know him. Zil, Zil's like making Kermit the Frog arms. Are you are you my Oh my god, can we... We have so many identity crises tonight. Okay, this is Pascal. Remember that band we Not told my you dad. about? Not your dad. Not your dad. Oh. Remember the band? Like long, long ago when we were before Antilia and Wells and Strange Rooms with No Doors. Uh, it oh, was the three you of were us. a sheep. Yes, the last time you saw him, he was a sheep. That's a true story. Pascal, what's going on, buddy? The drow kinks his head slightly. Pas- Pascal... My my name is Pascaltola. I've never been called such a name. Uh, and you see a slight flicker behind his eyes, but no recognition. Are you the Desperado? No, no he's I think not we're the long Desperado. Long since I swear we will find him. All right, so this is not your friend Pascal. You do this, not know this no, person. No. He is the kidnapper. He will open a dimension door and he will take us out of here, or I will shoot him very much with my. Uh, Can Silo roll inside on Pascal? Sure. Yeah, Val wants to as well. 22 on the inside. I got a three. Silo knows that this is Pascal. Uh-huh. This is a likely a version of Pascal. I see. Maybe a slightly different one, with or without the memories you don't know. I. May not be the brightest mushroom in the grove, but I will tell you that that is Pascal, but he's not like our Pascal. You know, he's he's different. Our Pascal is terrified of like spiders and drow stuff. That, that is a, that is a drow Pascal. Yes, my name is Paz, not Pascal. No, I am of the House Scaltola, fifth family of the drow city of Korolev, before... I was recruited to be the personal arachnomancer to Xanathar. Um, that sounds those really are a lot of words. And that's also they also all sound very spooky. Uh, well, if it helps matters, I have been charged with all of your safety. Oh, good. 
You're doing a very so, bad job, let me just say, right out of the bat. Well, you seem to be in one piece. I would say that's pretty good on my end. I told you we didn't kidnap you. I saunter back to the table and kick my feet up and just drink a large glass of wine. Continue. Oh, well, I am thankful I have your permission. You have all been brought here tonight at Xanathar's behest. Who is Xanathar? The kidnapper. He just literally just did. As his advisor, I am here to charge you with a mission. If you refuse or don't complete it, you will die because you are all disposable brought from other realms. It will just go to another group and the cycle will continue. But if you finish, you will be returned unharmed and better off than you were when you arrived. Let me tell you, there's local knowledge here between the six. Two of you know this city. Four of you do not. That's going to help you with what is at hand tonight. Kidnapping, uh, intimidation, blackmail. These are all criminal offenses. We are, I am so going to, I, oh, I'm going to rest you so hard. It's going to be ridiculous. Oh, Xanathar's just fine. You know, he's just a big bad mob boss. I mean, they're all criminals here, so. This one knows what she's talking Where about. Where is here? Ask the mushroom? Well, you are obviously in the back room of requirement in the yawning portal. The where? I thought this smelled familiar. I don't, this, this portal yawns? Welcome to Waterdeep. Uh, what are exactly in Antilia is Waterdeep? Yes, Wa- I have never seen it on a map. Waterdeep's not in Antilia, you guys. We're back at my home. What? Okay, how do you get to Lan Arcanum from here? Is there like a carriage I could book? Is there like a like a griffin service I could ride? Or I don't trust teleportation oh. circles uh, so much anymore. We will help you return once you have finished this mission, Okay. I assure you, you have my word and Xanathar's that you will return to Lanarcanum, Antilia, and wherever you hail from. And he looks at Vlanya, and we will assist you in avoiding the Emerald Cabal. You promise to return them alive. You have my word, and as I speak for Xanathar, his word as well. Fantastic. Let's do this. Perfect. So what's the job? Have you ever tried to steal something before? <laughs> yes. Uh, yep, successfully. Oh, good. Many times. Every, all, you're all criminals. <laughs> no. That's, I only steal from very yes. bad people. That is still a crime. Is the problem there. Oh, Kulvar, we were doing so well. There's not really any laws where I come from anymore. So it's not the... Can't be a crime if there's not a law. Uh, that's actually technically accurate. Okay, so you're exempt. Ma'am, he turns to Vlanya. Uh, have you, are you also a criminal? Not necessarily okay, that, a criminal. No, that's a yes. That's a soft yes. So all criminals except for the dwarf in the feathered hat and also our kidnapper. Oh, no, I guess you are technically also a criminal. The kidnapping. But no, go ahead, please. Criminals, please that's continue. Businessman, businesswoman. Yeah, I, I like, like that. As you bicker between one another, Paz just starts to play lightly with his bird as you resolve yourselves. You're, you're playing with your bird? Uh, you shouldn't do that in public. <laughs> All right, sheep elf. Elf that was formerly a sheep. He narrows his eyes at the feathered-headed one. Before you stole us away, we were kind of in a pretty dire circumstance. And there's a whole town at stake, so 
can you tell us what it is that you want so we can get it done and we can get back before things yes, explode? Yes, we were at the bottom of a bucket. I would love to. He leans back against the wall. If I may continue. Please. There's a little bit more at stake than just Xanathar finding disposable people to lift this item. There's a little backstory, and he gestures towards Vlanya and Val. The two of you may know some of this, so I apologize if it's not new, but is this entertain the... me. Sorry, I hate to interrupt. Is this the part where you explain your evil plan? Is this like the villain monologue sequence? I will be quiet. I will sit quietly if this is that part. They, they do that. Where you come from also? Yeah. Oh, like, like clockwork. Isn't it strange how they want to do that every I time? And they, it, yeah. Last time, it, like sometimes it's on a stage. Sometimes they're like bellowing from towers. It's, all, it's inevitable. Right, usually for me, it's standing out in the middle of the street, in the middle of the town at high noon. Oh, that's very dramatic. I think we want to hear what he has to say. Yes, yes. Otherwise, things could go very sure. bad. Please continue. I'm sorry, criminal. Please continue. We can discuss villains more later. Pause continues. Xanathar is obviously one of the large powers here in Waterdeep, but in reality, you are but here now tonight, not for him. He is but a middleman. He is an entity that makes things happen. And the real feud here is between two guilds, the Harpers and the Zentarum. The Harpers have actually been trying to do uh Net neutral things around town. Okay. But the Zentarum recently have been more unpredictable. They have been causing chaos. They have been lashing out. So the Harpers have come to Xanathar, offering a mighty sum for the problem to be taken care of. And Xanathar happens to have a vested interest in this. So he says, why not? And I have been charged to lead you on what you must do. So tonight, the six of you are agents of the Harpers. The Zentarum have a ship coming into harbor. The ship has an item that has been stolen from a wizard. We have not been given more information than that beyond it's in an ornate wooden box somewhere upon the ship. The ship should be docking in the harbor within the hour. My bird and I will provide a distraction once you reach the location for you to sneak aboard the ship and recover the item. You were drawn from multiple realities because, yes, you are disposable, but that also means that no one in town knows who you are. Fail or rebel, death is what awaits. Trust me, Vlanya can attest there are things, things in this city much worse than death it's in your best interest. Oh, it's true. I mean, um, Xanathar is a giant beholder. So, um, yeah, we don't want to mess with that. Uh, Did you say that he was a boulder? No, 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 he's like a beholder. Yeah, you don't really want to tangle with that. So those are the things of nightmares, friend. Well, like, I've not heard of such a thing before. It's like a big creature. And it's got big, uh, lots of eyes. It's very bad, and they do very bad oh, that things. Is, you are judging an entire species based on, like, all of them at once. That's, that's cool. No, it's fine. Yes, I, I, I am. Yeah, that's actually, no, I'm with, I'm with the tall one. 
Yeah, I am too. No, great. Beholders are bad. Oh, good. I'm glad we're classified the whole spe- Okay. No, it's fine. That's cool. I've got the gauge of the group now. Lots of people who classify entire species based on... It's fine. It's cool. It's great. You obviously have not met a beholder before. <laughs> Shiny-headed person whose name I can't pronounce. Uh, have you met a kind beholder? I have not... No. I have not met any beholders. I did meet a mind flayer who ran an arcade and the one who was a chef. Now, they were both criminals... But I do not judge all mind flayers based on those two criminals. Also, mind flayers are pretty. No. Oh, that's, um, I, I haven't met yes. either of these things. So just like take our word on it. So I'm to understand that we're supposed to go to this ship, get a box and return it. Didn't you guys collect a box once? Yeah. So we're real good at this. Well, we're going to do great. So just to be clear, we're we're really liberate. The box was stolen from someone else, and we are reclaiming it, right? Is that that I follow that um, Pascal? Pause. However, you must frame it to get your ass out of here. Yes. Mm. All right. As you were all talking about the beholders, you happened to notice that the phoenix seemed to follow each of you as you spoke. Its fish-like eyes blinking in surprising intelligence, taking in every word. I would caution you, there are ears and eyes around everywhere in water deep. Never trust that you're fully safe. So let me clarify, you will sneak down to the docks. I have procured information at great cost to Xanathar of an once used tunnel that leads underneath the yawning portal out to the side of the docks used to be used by the great assassin Artemis Entreri, has since fallen into disuse. So, I have a path for you. I have a ship name, the Kanos' Cruiser. It is docked. It is of mid-size, and it houses this box. Liberate, as you would, and the box is yours. Do whatever you want with it. Consider it payment. Do whatever you wish. We don't care. We just care that the Zentarum do not receive it. So we could like we could we could we could burn it or gift it or sell it or Yes. Or use what is inside. We don't know what it is, but sure. Do what you will. They don't you don't know it's we don't know what's in the box? No. We just know that whatever it is that the Zentarum has stolen is of grave importance to them. Do you want a map of where you're to go? Oh yeah. Yes. For sure. Oh yes, Thank we you. like maps. Paz walks over to the edge of the table between Valen and Vlanya, pulls back the edge of his robes, and puts his two hands on the edge of the table, where he summons thousands of spiders no. that crawl over the top of the desk no. and form no. a map no. from the yawning portal uh. to the docks uh. and a bright spot where you will be traveling. That is a cool Mm-mm. trick. Look at all the critters. Kolvar smashes a spider that gets too close to him. Oh. Don't, oh, don't, oh. RPG just starts pouncing, good, pouncing good job, on the Colvar. table. RPG, no, get down. Zil has run behind Kolvar and is just kind of like crouched behind him, which doesn't work because of how much taller she is than him. But she's like, yeah, just smack, just smack him. Kolvar keeps smack him. <laughs> wiggling his head back and forth and tickling you in the face with the feathers so that yep. he doesn't realize you're there. Yeah. Val, I have a question. Yeah. Does this whole thing give you the heebies of jeebies? I mean, it's definitely not fun, 
But I'm not going to be like mad at spiders giving me a map. Oh, I'm not mad at the spiders or the map giving. Uh, it's the whole thing. Oh, the I, whole Pascal that's not Pascal? Yeah, well, that. There's that whole other thing. Yeah. But like somebody wants us to just go take a box and they don't really want the box. They just don't want somebody else to have like the box. It gives me, it makes my, it makes my side, like, oh, it just makes me, it doesn't feel good, you know what I'm saying? I'm on board. I'm on board with Silo. This is, if no one else is getting the... I mean, we'll go retrieve this box that you don't want, but... You're upset that someone wants to have us take a box and then not give them the box? It's, It's not so much upset as, like, you know that feeling you get in the bottom of your stomach that's, like, bad. This is bad. Foreboding? It's... Oh, no, it's totally bad. This is absolutely bad. Uh, there's obviously more to this than Paz is saying. But, you know, in order to be free, we must do the thing. I'm with, I'm with Vlanya on this one. Silo, are you developing morals? Oh, no, absolutely not. I, I had that, that tingly sense. It kicks in sometimes when I don't have enough to drink. Paz looks at you, bars back that way. Just go numb yourself, Silo, and stop talking. <laughs> a slight flicker of <laughs> recollection seems to cross his eyes when he says that. I have a map. If you care to copy it down, don't worry so much about the guard. We are taking care of that in the background. Really, the only nearby ones who are paying you any mind are the Gribbets Detective Agency. And let's be real, they are terrible at their job. So you're going to be fine. Val will pull out a notebook from her pouch and start copying the map. I have just one concern. I know you said that Valanya and Val are from this town, but you don't think anyone will recognize them. But I mean, the town's probably at most just a couple hundred people. Surely there's someone's going to un- recognize them. Oh, is this like a hamlet that we are in? No, Colvar, um cities here are a lot bigger. Than in Antilia. Oh, 200 people. More like thousands. Like a lot of people. Uh, are you saying that we're in a town the size of like Terminus? Yeah, when it was like full of people. There's actual civilization people. here. Yeah. It's a thrumming city. Don't worry, buddy. We're just going to blow your mind as we walk out of here. One more word to the wise. Make sure you get the right ship. There is plenty of ships from the Sea Maidens Fair anchored nearby in the dock around it and take it as a professional courtesy of one drow about another. You would not want to anger Jarlaxle. So don't don't miss the writing on the side of the boat that says Kanos' cruiser. Bingo. Does the Kanos cruiser have any special markings on it? It's or? a boat with two masts, mm-hmm. and it's got the words that I just gave you. Okay, I didn't know if maybe it had like a stripe, <laughs> or um, yeah, this seems awfully easy. I'm, mm-hmm. I, they, um, I feel like yeah, we need more information. Oh, now we're all questioning what, why they have kidnapped six people to walk down a tunnel and steal a box from a boat. Now we're all curious about it. Now that the boat doesn't it have seems, a big red X like on it, they could have gotten one person right and there there's a lot of us to do this one thing well the boat is not unguarded oh uh, did you think the boat was just sitting there yes. with valuable cargo and no one aboard it's a box well you hadn't mentioned a guard so it crossed my mind well someone likes to interrupt 
Oh, you're looking right at me. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen, buddy, you've got spiders. Why not take your whole spider thing and get down there and, you know, spider it up a bunch? There can't be people that like spiders. Um, oh, that Zill, much. You're so cute. Um, there are. So if we have to do this and there are guards and stuff, we should probably figure out how we're going to get in before we get there, or at least have an idea of what will happen. For instance, I happen to have this fun ability where I can teleport myself once, oh. 30 feet. Oh, Ooh, that's can you? So perhaps okay. I can, once we get to the thing, I can teleport somewhere else with it but then from there we would have to make our way out absolutely so let me finish i will take my leave i will tell you how to get out of here plan what you need but the six of you have the skills combined to do this with little effort necessary god i wish they had taken us when we had all those lemons the drow just looks at you with the most confused and why look and then he just <laughs> anyway you you're the one who made the choice of who to kidnap you can't be exasperated now good good dwarf good point i i did not choose <laughs> the six of you xanathar reached out across the realms and picked you each for some reason i don't know why to exit this room there is a trap door underneath the table it leads down into the cellar in the cellar are rows of kegs of ale, and one of them is marked with a small bolero crossed with a J. That was Artemis's entry point into the tunnel. I would recommend staying in here, planning, sneaking into the tunnel, working your way down, and taking the ship. Do we know how many guards are on board? I sent my bird to fly over earlier. The top deck only has two or three thugs. The gangplank has a couple guards, but we will draw them once you arrive. Below the deck, I do not know. But the good news is that this is only a moderately sized ship. There can't be more than two, three, maybe four rooms beneath deck. Because it is in port, I have to assume that tonight, because of the moon sphere event going on and some of the other things going along in Waterdeep, that not all the crew will be present. So I heard booze in basement, tunnel, boat, box. It's, it's very succinct. Yeah, that's, that's the same. That's, that's what the mushroom heard. Great. Oh, Mr. Not Pascal. Yes. How deep is the water? I don't know. It's deep enough for boats. Is this important? I can't swim. And the place is called Water Deep. <laughs> It's quite deep. Pascal just takes his hands and puts them on his face. Just, ugh. Zil, if you fall in the water, I'll get you out. Okay. 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 May I take my leave? We'll see you at the gangplank, friend. Yes. Yeah. Do you have a code word that you would like to... to lemon. Sh- lemon. Okay. There it is. I will shoot you a telepathic message once you arrive saying lemon. Okay. To start the distraction. And after we've gotten the box, yes, where are we to take it? I would recommend away from the boat. Okay, how do you know that we've got it and then you can send us back where we came from? It's kind of one of those stalker situations. I know that's not something you're used to, Colvar. Pause at that moment actually flicks his wrist and he casts right 
six inches in front of the middle of Kovar's face, an arcane eye staring directly at you. Oh. Kovar spits through it. No, oh, don't spit in the eye. And Zil's just going to smack it. The eye kind of bobbles around the spit in the hand and then blinks out of existence. I have my ways. I got okay. it. So basically, no matter what we do, he's going to know, and we're going to go back to the bottom of a well once we steal a box nobody really wants, except for one the group Zentarum. of people. Right. Yes. Okay, so trap door under table? Pause at Scoutella, flicks his wrist. The dimensional door opens once more. Him and his bird walk out of the room, leaving the six of you around the table talking to yourselves. Okay, bye. Now, couldn't we have just walked through that door to the ship? I was going to say the same thing. He could have just blooped us onto the boat. We get the box, we get out, but... I think me and this gnome are constantly on the same page, minus the whole arresting people and rules bullshit. Over and all in all, I'm all with this gnome. Like 95%, yeah. The two of you are definitely on the same level. Was that, oh, was a short joke. Yeah, do you guys have like a HR representative or you're like a free, like free? What is an HR? No, don't answer that. Where's this trap door? Silo goes on all wait, fours underneath. Wait, Silo, we're supposed to have a plan. Also, we can just move the table. Oh, uh, sure, people don't have to move furniture to walk underneath it. But there's like a basement, right? Like we're not even there yet to the tunnels. We get to like plan and the, I'd like to. To refill my jug. Zello holds up a moonshine jug. Oh, no, let's just, oh, let's not have, let's just go, let's just go, let's, we'll plan it, we'll do she a walk-in talk. Oper- she operates better when she's inebriated. All right, and he did say full that there bar, were- Full bar, there's a full bar. But he said there were kegs downstairs, and she can't do a stand at anything I with the bar. I don't want to stand, I just want to go downstairs. Can I pop it open? It's latched, but if you move the table and pull hard enough, you can. Silo, go refill your jug. Colvar, help me move the table so we can get to this easier. Ari. We're going to move the table so we can just get to the trapdoor. And the two of you push the table to the side of the room with no problem. There is a trapdoor. Can I right pop the latch said. now? Silo tries. Roll a strength check. Oh my God. It's just not a door? Well, we know she's going to fail. A uh, 10. Nope. Okay. Uh, uh, Silo, hang on. <gasps> First of all, we, we learned last time when you started to go open doors too quickly, things explode. So back off on a second. We make sure they haven't set some other trap for us here. 21. Kolvar, there are no traps on the trap door. Why are you checking for traps? That is our way out. He was very specific. All right, but he gave us one way to go. So if they wanted to take us out, that would be the way to do it? Why would they take us out? We have a job. Also, he had all those spiders. He would have spidered us like a lot if he'd wanted to take us out. And if he's a representative of Xanathar, he's quite powerful. I'm sure he could have murdered all of us instantly. She has a real good point. That's very comforting. So since I can't actually physically lift this door, Val... Apparently, it sounds like if we work together, we can do this. Ooh. So perhaps the door is the first part of us what? working together. No. Work! Culver, you know how, how we met and we became friends? We have to use our friendship to open this door. I don't think that's how a strength check works. Culver searches around and suddenly realizes most of his stuff is gone. Finds a bag sitting next to him, his pack. Oh, thank God. And from that, he pulls out a crowbar, and he will use that to help lever this open with everybody else's Colvar, assistance. Colvar, do a strength check with advantage. 20, not natural. Colvar opens the door. Huzzah! Yes! Yay. And by the way, the door was not the dungeon for this episode. 
I loosened it. <laughs> we solved your door puzzle. The room in the back of the yawning portal now has a hidden door open where the table previously was. Kolvar standing next to it and the five of you around it. Is there like a ladder to go down? Like, yeah. All right, Val starts going. I'm right behind Val. Oh, okay, let's... Mikhail will take up the rear. New friends! No, please, after you. <laughs> let's go. Just go down the stairs. Okay. As long as we promise to make a plan. Because we're walking and planning. Yes. This is pretty much about as much plan as this group ever has. Actually, sometimes we plan. So the five of you make your way down the ladder into what appears to be a large storeroom. You immediately notice there are multiple doors into it. And since there's a lot of noise outside, it is not as secure as the room you just were in. But you see the back wall lined with large kegs, similar to what Paz described. You want to just fill up your your mug and come back up here so we can make a plan? That was the plan. Uh, so I, I, I fill it. Do I spot the one with the J on it we're looking for? Do an investigation check. So only a 13. Val got a nat 20. 22. Kovar also has a 22. Mikhail, Kolvar, and Val all beeline to the large keg directly in front of you with a small J overlapping a bolero in the top corner. Oh, thank goodness. They, seem, they use the same letters here that we do. Do we still have to go back for Vanya? <laughs> Vanya, we found it. We I'm found right the better. Come down. We'll go into the sewers and then we'll talk while we're in the sewers. There's who's going to be snooping on us in you know filth. I climbed down and I let RPG down and then I tried to close the thing behind me. And you easily close the door behind you. I guess when we hit, I'll cast pass without trace on us. That way, as long as we're kind of moving in stealth, we'll be okay. You have found the keg. Mikhail tries to lift up like the front of the keg. Like maybe it's like a secret door and hatch to the front of the keg and he grabs the barrel i'll just open the magic door and on this particular wall there are three rows of kegs stacked on each other and this is the bottom most keg it's a five foot tall keg large wooden thing with two above it so mikhail bends over and and almost throws out his back oh but nothing works when he tries to open it that way i'm going to have to get that looked at if the barrel is some sort of entrance, uh, try twisting the tap. Yeah, Tyler just walks over and pops, like oh, pushes the tap or however, like you would drain liquid from it. As Silo does that, the tap opens, but nothing comes out. It's dry. You're as tall as I am. Would you like to join me in looking to see if there's something above the barrel? Yes, for sure. Okay, the two of you actually look between the barrels. I won't make you roll for it. There's just space. There's just barrel holders. Nothing out of their norm. Does it look... Like we need to like remove, like take the barrels from the top off the one we've marked. Nope. Okay. Would anybody like to roll something on the barrel? Yes, I would really like to investigate this barrel. I'd like to roll. I would barrel like to check. help. <laughs> All right, whoever wants to look at the barrel closer, roll me an investigation check on the barrel. Fifteen. Five. I got a nine. Oh no, a fourteen. Val steps back with Vanya, and as she steps back, she actually looks where Silo was just fidgeting with the tap. And even though Silo was trying to open the tap like you normally do to let the contents out, she has this flicker of inspiration and she reaches down, moves little Silo's hand out of the way, takes the tap and turns it 90 degrees and she pulls it like a handle and this whole side of the barrel opens up like a door. So what do we see in this here barrel hole? The barrel hole is just the inside of a barrel, as if it was a large empty barrel. And the back wall, where the barrel is up against the wall, 
is actually a four foot tall carved out opening through the concrete that leads into a dark tunnel beyond. So with dark vision, how far, like what what do we see? Is it completely empty? All six of you can see slightly through the doorway, um, not too terribly far because about 10 feet inside it actually, the, the tunnel veers off to the right slightly. But what you can see is it looks like an old carved out tunnel. It's roughly hewn into the wall. It looks like it was maybe dwarven crafted, but in a, in a this was a temporary sort of a thing. This was never meant to be actually used. Mikhail would like to walk down the tunnel into the tunnel. I follow this one, though. Yeah, I'm also going to just walk into the tunnel. Same. The six of you progress into the tunnel. What's interesting, though, is as you progress further in, your eyes adjust more, and you can start to see some of the details inside the tunnel. The ground is actually cobblestone. The edges of the tunnel are roughly hewn. They were not in a finalized state. The tunnel has doors that appeared to at one time go to other places that have since been closed up, sealed in different ways. The remaining path is fairly straightforward. You see some drips of rainwater, you see some small rats, but nothing really besides some rogue graffiti on the walls, a stylized beholder, a mural of the rebirth of a phoenix, and then later someone rapidly painted Usador the Who in blue signed paint dripping with green tag spin tacks, but really nothing else of note inside the tunnel as you begin to walk and talk. What is everybody's passive perception? 17. 17. 15. 11. 14. 14. Okay, well, that's high enough for everybody to recognize that. From what you can tell, it does not appear that there's anything at least living or potentially trap-wise coming up on you. It actually just seems like it's a it's a forgotten tunnel. Val, on the map that he gave you, is it of this tunnel or is it of the area after we leave the tunnel? Yes, Val's going to pull out the map that she copied. The map that Val copied is actually a top-down view starting from the Yawning Portal Tavern, ending at the docks and highlighting underneath the town where the tunnel takes you. So the map kind of shows point A to point B and shows where we need to go, but I don't 100% know how helpful this is going to be. So what's the plan? Uh, he, he said we should go up the gangplank after he gives us like a, a, a signal, the lemon. Code word lemon. Once he sees us leaving the tunnel and headed toward the boat, he'll give us the signal that he's going to cause some sort of distraction. Right, to get them off, the guards off of it. But but how do how do we want to go? Are we just going to, you know, swords a-blazing? Like, what's the plan? I don't have a sword. Right, but we're all going to be, like, zapped away from here. So, I mean, I guess Vlanya and Val, I don't know how strongly you care about your reputations here. I don't know this city. I don't plan to come back here. So if I go and, you know, zap at people and, like get noticed that's fine by me because i'm not planning to be back anytime soon i'm not too worried oh, perfect so i like them can we i okay i'm with them let's just go in and make them cry so yeah you, well i i don't think that we should just barrel in i think we can casually go in Hello, just walk style. in like you are meant to be there does anyone have a clipboard because i have found that if you carry a clipboard with confidence no one will stop you. That is true. What is a, a clip? A clipboard? Yes. What is a clipboard? It's a board that you can keep papers on, and it keeps it all together. And it looks really Very official. official. Oh. Yes. Is it some sort of magic? No, it's a board it's that holds board. paper. Yeah. Right. Okay. Wait. So, 
So we're all very sneaky now. So yes. sneaking is 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 easy. Um, I, uh, you know, we could go up and flank them. I could come up the opposite side of the ship. You know, like you could turn into an animal and crawl up. I can do the that. other side. I can while we do that. Come from the gangplank. Yeah, that's an option. So I happen to have this little ability that if I. Sp- speak to somebody for an extended period of time, about a minute, I can convince them to be afraid of myself or somebody else. Oh, that's cool. So, um, And by afraid, I mean frightened. Oh, That's okay. going to be good because we don't know who will be below decks. I, I have an excerpt from um, How to Win Allies and Influence Humanoids. And uh, I have been told by a dear friend that if I that if I read this aloud to someone, they will um, sort of be my friend. Like it's part of a thing. It, it, they will be charmed by my eloquence and such. Okay. So you guys want to talk our way in? I think maybe we start with the talk our way through, and if that fails, we knock them out. Hopefully, the elf. Sorry, not you, Velanya, the, the, the darker elf. We'll, uh, we'll hold up his bargain and cause a distraction. We won't have to talk to or knock out anybody. Well, but that's just on the gangplank. There's supposed to be more guards on top of, like, on board. Yeah, we don't... <gasps> we could play tourists. Uh, well, we technically are tourists. <laughs> yes, I have never been here before. Yes, and the Mikhail, you sound very official. Perhaps you, we can sneak up, and if somebody sees us, then... You know, we say, oh, we're on the wrong boat. And then we could either talk to them and be friends with them, or I could put fear into their hearts and make them run away. Or punch them in the face. Or punch in the yes. face. Yes. Oh, and the other thing I should probably warn you about is they don't take well to fighting in Waterdeep. So we really don't, punch don't them want in the to. Face. Yes, we want to try not to brandish our swords because you will be arrested. Oh. Well, that's great. I was oh, hoping to keep like no. violence to a minimum anyway. That's... Public fighting is bad. Very, very so... bad. I feel like that happened after I left. Question. I have. I, okay. Do we think the box is below deck? Yes, he said it was below deck. Okay. okay. It's going to be in the, the box, hold so where we, the stuff we, is. We know that the box is below deck. Yes. We don't want to fight people. Um, it, well, not above deck. You can fight people all you want below deck. The, it, the point is that they can't see you fighting. Yes, that's a very specific law. That's what violence. I thought. I but I think it. I think it's a practicality sort of. What if? What if we don't do either? What if? What if? What if we just burn the ship down? I mean, pause. We have pause for dramatic effect. Does not care what we do, right? He was all just about <laughs> get the box away from them and do what you like with it. So we burn the whole ship. We we steal the ship and sail off into the sunset. Whatever, as long as the box is gone. Oh, that. The oh, taking the ship away. idea. Oh. I like that. I I don't sh- I don't ship well, but I could. I don't um, think I've I ever like sailed. It. I wonder how far it would be to sail from here to where the uh, the Dune Surfer dwarves live. <gasps> I don't. Oh, okay. The two of you are so cute. Um. So okay, I like this, but there's a we've got that means we have to get everybody off board if we're going to take the ship. Or we at least have to get them all on the brig or tie them up or something. Like they don't have to be off the ship. They just can't get in our way well, agreed no, wait yeah. miss miss Valania, be friends with them yes miss Valania, i know you can you said you could scare people can you also make them your friend i can what if we befriended everyone on deck 
and then help have them and help us sail the ship. Away. It's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm on board with that plan. I mean, to be fair, I don't want to like. He's gonna like zap us all home. So the ship will we'll sail the ship for a while. If we've befriended everybody, we can just ask him to be like, "Hey, can you go get us that box?" We could just throw the I can box try. off the boat. A, f- a few into people. the water because the water is deep. So, Val, Val, do you remember that one time we stole a helmet off a of Noel's head? Yes. Do you remember how we did that? No. Oh, Val. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. I was an octopus. Oh, right. Um, I do remember now. Yeah, you have a lot of arms. That's you right. just take And I can swim, so we could actually dump the box overboard. Yeah. Do whatever the hell we want with the ship, and I could bring it either back to shore and or meet you in said other location. Or, shit, we can just dump the box just dump into the, box. the ocean. But I, I feel like if this organization, what he called them, the... Uh, the the uh, the Zen Zen Zentrim Zentar Zentar Zentar. That's what she said. That one. Uh, I feel like if they're if they've got the thing in the first place and they're powerful enough to get here, one of them might be able to just swim down and get it if we throw it in the water. Perhaps we should just get it and come back up on deck and hold it but up so in a victory deep, pose, so and then Paws can see that and can zap us back because then we have the box. It's a wooden box and it does float. Like that's the wood, the whole thing about the wood is it does float. That's true. We don't know what's in it. If what's in it is heavy enough, I like the idea of sailing with the ship and or we don't know what's actually in the box. But here's a question: What if we replace the item in the box and like don't tell anybody? So they show up to get the box and take it home, and it's got like a, you know, it's got a, a pool ball. Oh yeah, something. I have five of those. Right. So we could like, like take the thing. It's like a, tr- a trick. Like a prank. Well, I, I've uh, yes. in so many words. Well, the, yeah. the good news is we've been we're going to be there. So like it's at any time now we're just going to be where That's we true. need to we're be. We just, just really walked along. We'll we'll wing it if we haven't figured it out. I like try to go in and befriend them or frighten them. Are we almost at the end of the, the tunnels? As you turn the corner, <laughs> there's the end of the tunnel. <laughs> oh wait, wait, guys! Huh. You know we have we have grown closer over this extremely long walk and just to commemorate Zilska just gonna reach into her bag and take out a piece of chalk and just gonna she's just gonna write everybody's name on the tunnel wall we were here <laughs> uh, d- don't write my name please she's just writing the words we were here that's not like very identifying oh. <laughs> I don't think we're probably clear we were here but especially not a very pretty elf lady Good postscript. Great. Good, okay. job. Good job. I did it. You would so, get along with my friend Ellen very much. So would you, Silo. This we we need to. If, if we had not been kidnapped from another dimension, we would have like a a thing, like a play date or something. A play date. Wait, is a play date? I want to. It play. is when friends get together and have like have fun. Oh. Do that every day. This point forward, we sneak. Yes. As we surface, if we would like, I could, in fact, maybe fly overhead and get a bird's eye view of who's on board. See? The mushroom had a good idea. <laughs> that's, that's why we're all so caught on a wetters. Well, do we, what, I can at least um, see how many are on the deck and where they're located, so we're not going in completely blind. 
And you could just be on the ship. Oh, and then I could just be on the cr- in the crow's nest. Silo, that's pl- Silo's plan. And then I'll swoop down or something. Great. So you'll fly on so the you'll ship. you'll be a crow. And then the drow will tell us lemons. Then he will probably blow something up. It strikes me as a very dramatic individual. And then we will just walk upon, walk aboard the ship and pretend to be very important, like inspectors or something. Sneaky first. Sneak, sneaky first. All right, work. sneak, and then inspector, and then I, we take the ship, and then we make friends with everyone. The, we borrow the ship, liberate the ship. Uh, we're going we're liberate the to liberate the ship. The ship. I mean, we're gonna. <laughs> Has anybody here sailed a ship before? There are two masts. It sounds very complicated. I escaped the ship. I have actually. I have ship knowledge from my pre- my previous life in Waterdeep. Val, Val knows all the things. I am an expert airship pilot, but it's very different to a, a like a sailing ship. I have never actually seen the ocean before. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen the ocean before. This is going to be very exciting. Right, we've, we've just talked to Graham about what her, where the dune surfers are from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Here we go. So we're going to just come out and let me get a peek of what's happening so I can come back and tell everybody? Yes. Bye. Okay, cool. So the end of the tunnel is overgrown with a lot of underbrush and weeds and, and earth and stuff. It, it was purposely grown over for the exit to be hidden or the sacred tunnel. Do you kind of push your head out? Do you open it up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a mushroom head to like, it's right out of the, the greenery. Silo's face on the other side of the undergrowth sees a water line, but five feet to her right. And the edge of the water extending in front of her in about 150 feet in front of you is Kanos's cruiser right there. There's a dock leading up to the edge of the water and a gangplank from the edge of the dock up to the ship. You see three guards at the base of the gangplank and otherwise just a handful of civilians mulling about in passing, not really paying any mind to the situation around them. What time of day is it? As Silo sticks her head out, she sees that it is dusk. I pull my head back in, uh, probably pulling half the branches in my dreadlocks with me. And um, I'm like, okay, so three guards on the gangplank touching the docks. It is like, it's like right there, crew. Literally, it's like right out the door. And looks like, be like the sun might be setting, so cover of darkness. That's helpful. Yeah. yeah. Kind of- Great. So let's all just step outside. We listen for Lemon. We Then we are sneaking aboard. Yeah, that's, yeah we gotta yes. wait for Lemon. <laughs> But we have to walk casually, right? So when Elf gives us lemon, we promenade. Yes. Okay. With confidence. So Silo pops out. I'm going to just try to like pull some of the brush back and kind of uh, t- yeah, take my step through. Val will follow her. How does one casually exit a bush? Mikhail casually exits the bush. Vlania kind of shimmies her cloak that she had on. Her whole outfit seems to kind of become more common and drab. And she puts the cloak over her head so she's not as vibrant colored and just kind of looks like a very tall female walking along from the brush. Silo thinks you're really cool and she pops her hood as well because maybe that's what we're supposed to do. She doesn't know. <laughs> yes, very good. <laughs> so the six of you exit the bush exit directly at the water line casually and confidently and looking fantastically drab 
conversations waft across the wind from the water from the guards where you can hear slight chatter about tonight's Moonsphere event at the dancing court. Under the full moon, it's going to be such a spectacle. And the other guard responds that he's not worried because he actually got tickets for the final performance of the famed Madame Benedicta at the Seven Masks Theater. And he's going there as well. And they decide to talk water Davian culture and not notice six people pop out of the bushes. But pause wherever he's located does and all of a sudden flying somewhere high over the ship you see something catch fire and a giant flaming bird starts to streak down across the bow of the ship and directly between the two guards and screech straight off the dock into an alley nearby and the two guards look at each other completely alarmed leaving the third one behind and running off after the phoenix so when do you think the signal's gonna come go, go. No, no, i'm pretty hold on, hold sure on. that's the signal that let's go we are we your limit run no no but we didn't hear the word we have the lemons oh, oh there it was okay oh my god that was probably the thing that's probably casual sneaky casual are you walking are you sneaking are you walking casually are you inspectors we what are, are you are you doing a mix of the above we are casually yes. walking stealthily with confidence <laughs> Hmm. It's stealthy. It's stealthy in the fact that we're so confident that no one's gonna call us out on our shit. Oh no, I'm I'm stealthy. I was about to say Stella's gonna aim for stealth because she's about to be changed or she's about to change shape. So yeah, stealth. Okay, so I got two stealths. Zill, you're walking. How? She's gonna stealth. You're gonna stealth. Colvar. Colvar's going to stealth, but he's going to hedge his bets and use minor illusion to conjure himself a clipboard. <laughs> I don't know what it looks like. But you don't know what it looks like, correct? Right. It is a it is a it's just a plank. It's <laughs> gonna conjure a piece of wood. It is two pieces of board clipped together. Perfect. Perfect. Val, I guess, is going to be really confident with Mikhail. Like she's like his bodyguard. Because okay. he's so important. Great. So Mikhail and Val are going to give me performance checks, and everybody else is going to give me stealth checks. Remember, you do have pass without trace for those stealthing. 28. Eight. Mikhail got a two. <laughs> <laughs> you guys try. I imagine you just trip and fall like, in the middle of the ground. Vlania got a 32. Wow. What on earth? Culver stealth is a 31. 26. <laughs> Instead of like just stumbling off, since it's a bad performance check, we're just very bad actor. Like I think we just like we are walking very casually because we have nothing shady to do. So here's what happens: the six of you move forward from the exit, which of course there's no roads near here anyway. So it's very weird that the two of you are proudly strutting by the edge of the water near a sewage exit. But you know, it's water deep. What happens in water deep stays in water deep, and so. <laughs> The guard doesn't know a giant flaming bird just flew by. So what happens is actually he notices as Mikhail and Val are overly dramatic, like ridiculously so. But in doing so, while the guard now stares at the two of you and whistles to a buddy on the top of the deck, he does not notice the others in the party. And they are able to stealthily sneak closer to the gangplank. So you're welcome. (laughs) <laughs> so how does Mikhail, how does Mikhail and Val act to draw his attention? 
well, I'm pretending to be your bodyguard, so you're going to have to lead this. And I'm just going to follow along, just being like, yes, yes, him. So we are here to, so uh, we are looking for a number of ships uh, to inspect here casually and normally as is part of our usual duties that we always perform at sundown. Hey, hey, you, you down by the water. What, what are you doing down there? Yes, we are here to inspect this ship as we always do at this time of day. We inspect ships. You are standing in mud. Do you know what a ship is? That's mud. This is mud. Very accurate. I will, uh, I will um, note that in my record when I return back. We had word that there was a smaller ship in this direction that we needed to inspect first. This is not a nesting ship. No, I, I mean, I know it was a different ship from your ship, but it was down here. It was illegally parked. We are in a perfectly legal parking zone of ships. Please move along. Well, we are official inspector and official inspector's bodyguard, so maybe we will come aboard and inspect your ship while we are here, since you are making such a hubbub. Bub? You are on our list. We have a list to inspect. It's, it's um, memorized. My name is on your list? Yes. The you ship's have... name is on the list. Oh. What he said. What's the ship's name? The ship's name that is on our list is, of course, Kenos's Too Cruiser. slow. What? That is you. You interrupted me. That's very rude. <laughs> I am an inspector. You are simply. I am an underpaid person. guard. Okay. What do you expect of me? While this is happening and he's distracted, Sila realizes she's not high enough level to change into a flying creature. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, she's uh, she's changed her game plan. She turns into a rat. Like a like a near the docks kind of rat, uh, and you guys like bloops down. I think she's gonna keep the red dreads in rat form, and she um, with like her mushroom top, and she like scutters up what's probably like a rope, right? Like tying it like up to the deck, and actually wants to try to go below deck if she can to go ahead and get maybe know what's underneath. Is there a porthole or something she might be able to crawl in? The only way below decks is the main stairwell from the top deck down below. Can I stealthily scutter? From top deck to bottom deck? There are two more Zentarum thugs that are milling about near there. Do they care about rats? On a ship? Probably not. We'll get to that okay. in a second. <laughs> okay. What does Kolvar, Zil, and Vlanya do as this spectacle is unfolding? Well, our PG would probably chase after the rat. <laughs> so I was like, whoa, no, 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 no. So what you see is the the rope that is tied to one part of the deck. You see this little rat with red dreads on top of it. So mushroom rat starts to scurry above. And then immediately behind it, wow, this cat that was previously talking to said rat before it was said rat decides to chase after it. And it's running up the rope and disappears on top of the deck. What happens is you cause a ruckus up there and confusion with all of the thugs. Uh, I want to spin circles and trip them up and like, meow, cats and meow, rats and the whole nine. Literally exactly what it sounds like <laughs> on deck. Squeals and meow. Let's go. Let's go. Let's sneak into the <laughs> stairs. There's still a guard on the gangplank, right? There is still a guard on the gangplank who is currently fully fixed on the kale, not really buying what he's putting down, but he is engaged. Is there, is there space to move? by him on the gangplank or there is space but you will absolutely like you can get up close to him if mikhail rolls another performance check and actually draws his eye you can fully sneakily get up on deck okay (gasps) i would like to cast a spell instead oh okay if i fail which or if i guess if the guard succeeds then val can save us we'll see (laughs) 
This always ends very well. Uh, I would like to cast command on the guard. Okay. He got a six. Perfect. Uh, I say my one command word, dive. (laughs) The gangplank is over the water. It's fine. Sure. So here's what happens. The guard stops in mid-sentence, nods cordially at Mikhail, turns around and walks up the gangplank directly between the rat-cat kerfuffle and dives over the edge of the ship. Val just watches and then she looks at Mikhail and she goes, I'd give that about a six. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's an easy the splash. Also, most sailors can't swim. He's probably fine, though. Oh, your command was only to dive. That poor guy. It'll wear <laughs> off. going down. It'll wear off in a few seconds, I think. I, I don't get to use oh. it very often. I'm sure it's fine. Okay. Zil, Zil's going to stand up uh, from her sneak and be like, oh, no. Zil's a little, no, he's fine. But the water is so deep. Oh, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll float. <laughs> he'll float in a minute. Is he going to be okay? They all yes. float. Let's get on the boat now. Go, 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 go. Everybody besides Silo yeah. now runs up the gangplank and gets on the forward part of the deck. On the aft end of the deck, in front of the stairs below deck, is where the rat and cat are running circles around three thugs. Can I head down the stairs? As you make it to the deck, two of the thugs notice the five of you. And as of one of the thugs is about to point and yell, you know, stop, the second thug pulls a dagger and stabs him in the back. The first thug falling to the ground. The remaining thug, we notice that the second thug who just stabbed his buddy is now stabbing people, pulls his sword, notices the five of you, and a fight breaks out. Well, if it was going to be that kind of party, I'd have just had me crossbow out the whole time. Roll for initiative, Val. Since clearly we're now fighting, Val is going to pull her greatsword. She's going to go for, you said Thug 2 was the one that was about to call us out. So um, she's going to rush Thug 2. Okay. A 15. You grab your greatsword and the scar across your eye glows a bright purple. Oh, I still glow. And it hits. Beautiful. That is six points of damage. Uh, and then I'm going to rear back and smack him again. And I nat one it. You hit him the first time and then whiff. Zil. I'll let Val handle that first fellow. But this thug number one, he seems to also be an issue because he stabbed someone. What an issue. That's an issue. So <laughs> uh, Zil is going to rush him and flurry of blows on all of his precious little pressure points. To get him to drop the knife. <laughs> okay, roll your attack. That was an 18. It hits. Hooray. Five points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Five points. You hit him multiple times. He drops that dagger. He falls back. He's like, hey, 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 hey. I'm on your side. I swear. I swear. Next up is... Oh, wait. I'm not done. Oh. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to kick, kick the knife away from him. Okay. You can use a free action to kick the knife across the deck. It flies over the edge of the ship towards where the guy dove below water. Oh. Yes, that's good. Valanya. All right. I point my finger at bad guy number two. And I say, bum. He's going to need to make me a, wi- a wisdom saving throw. Okay. DC 13. Or toll the dead in his head. He rolled a 13. Oh, balls. 
But I look over at Mikhail and I say, you're small but mighty. Here's uh, some inspiration. And you get a bardic inspiration. I have a long-term study boyfriend. I really, it's not, a, I'm not, it's very kind of you. You're very attractive, I'm sure, but it's not really, it's, I'm, oh, oh, like, oh, oh, it's like, okay, it's platonic. That's great. Thank you. Very kind of you. <laughs> Good job, Mikhail. You're flirting in battle. It's your turn. <laughs> he goes to pull out his scroll. The excerpt from How to Win Allies and Influence Humanoids. He sees the stabbing. He puts the scroll away. And uh, he's going to run up and just uh, try and punch this person in the guts. He is not good at it. Even a little bit. Roll me an unarmed attack. I did roll a 19 and I have plus one strength. All right. Roll your damage. Uh, Do I have? Is it just a one? Uh, Unarmed strike? It's a a D6 plus your strength. Yeah. I've never punched anyone before. This is great. Punching's my favorite. <laughs> uh, so I got a five then. Wow, Hot it's... dog. Five points of gut punching damage. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> All right. Rat silo. I would like to bolt for the stairs. Okay. Uh, what is your speed? Uh, in rat form, it's only 20 feet. You can... Oh, wait, wait. Do you want to use dash? Yeah, I'll probably dash because I, ha- I plan to take no other action than try to get downstairs. Perfect. Rat Silo dashes below deck down the stairs. RPG, though, is running after her and catching up fast. Can I speak to it? Can I react? Let's say Vlanya can react. Okay. PG, stop it. Get back here. (laughs) The cat actually disregards its pet and disappears below deck. Thug one. Thug one uses its turn to just hand shuffle back away from the battle. Like, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Like, Jesus, don't hurt me. And he just like puts his hands up in the air back against the edge of the uh, the ship. Thug 2 draws his mace on Val. 17. Yeah, my armor class is 16. Five points of damage. I'm glad that he chose to attack the, hot, the six and a half foot tall, heavily armored sword wielding orc rather than the three foot nothing white collar gnome. I swear I get bigger every time we play. <laughs> six, two, six and a half. It's close enough. I, I'm six. Six feet. That's fine. Yes, Val is... Well, she's not going to like that very much, so she's going to attack back. Okay. Come at me with a mace. That is... Oh, God, that's over a 20. That hits. <laughs> that's 21 points of damage for the two attacks. After the mace attack by the second thug... Val gets pissy and kills him. How do you kill him? Aggressively. <laughs> um, she She's aiming towards his torso, so it's just a real nasty slash to the gut. All right, so you bring your greatsword down, Voidguard slashing straight across his gut diagonally, entrails bursting out front, him doubling over his innards. Oh, oh Val. You huh, did huh, just huh. murder that man. My God. Didn't Verlania warn us not to go fighting out in the open? Right as you say that, there is an alarm that starts to sound somewhere off the docks. Oh, dear. Val, just kind of blinking orc rage out of her eyes. um, Eye. One eye, yes. Sorry, I forgot. (laughs) Um, It's kind of just going to, like, quick turn and run over to the mooring rope and untie the boat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, hold on. So... Cut the rope. 
is anybody going to attack Thug One, or is everybody basically going to disengage with him? He's still got his hands up, backing away. He right? absolutely. He's being as non-threatening as possible. I, I don't care about Thug One anymore. <laughs> Zill is going to like squat down and just make direct eye contact with Thug. Okay, if you're if you're on our side, sir, what is your name? My my name's Lee. Okay, Lee. What does that matter? I'm here to help it's you, Jesus. because knowing a person's name builds a stronger relationship. Says the people who killed a person and threw someone, I caused someone to jump over that. the deck. That's murder. And Kyle would like to grab this man by his collar. Uh, no. Huh, uh, what? Listen up, Lee. Where is the box? Also, well, before I that, you also stabbed the dude. So, like, we're on the same... We're on even. Yeah, Lee, you stopped. You're a murderer. I didn't murder someone. He's bull. It's true. You're a murderer. It was a playful stabbing. It's true. I'm not going to murder you, but I am going to punch you in the face really hard if you don't tell us where the box is. If you will shut up for a second, I'm trying to tell you. I am a freaking Harper spy here to help you. Okay? I've been undercover. Did you not see me take out one of the guys who probably would have called you out and brought more people on the deck to attack you? You're welcome. I'm just here to help. Jesus, the box is below deck. I don't know exactly where. All we know is it is there. It's on the ship, okay? I'm sure we can find it. Most of the people are actually off the boat right now. How many are under the boat or in the boat? I know of probably two to three tops. Um, I haven't been down there in about an hour, but best guess is probably that many. Oh, well... I'm sure we can take them all out. Should we just dump this guy? Yeah, Lee, can you swim? Uh, no, wait, 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 wait. No, no, not Lee, the dead. I'd like to ask Lee if he can swim, actually. I can swim. I am from Waterdeep. I would not like to test it today. Thank you very much. You are a mean man. I've been called much worse. Val, did you untie the ship? Oh, yeah. While y'all are talking to Lee, Val is, like, prepping boat for launch. <laughs> like, she's untied the mooring rope. She's trying to get the steering to get it out the water like we're taking a boat well it's gonna take more than one person to sail a ship but i'm just saying she's getting prepped the the ship starts to just pull about five feet away from the edge of the dock it doesn't really go too far lee what can you sail no i'm from water deep i want to stay here i don't want to go to freaking sea too late (laughs) as this is taking place above deck Rat Silo has run beneath the deck. She has actually given RPG to slip. She has ducked inside the galley. And RPG just continued forward down the hall into a different room. (laughs) What do my rat eyes see? Silo sees a galley that is empty. It's been eaten in earlier, but no one is about. No one is mulling. No one's paying any attention. What you could tell from the hall when you ran down, there were probably three other rooms down here. Some quarters, a keep, probably the captain's quarters. Okay. No boxes or cargo readily Not available? Not in the hallway. Oh, okay. So, oh, I see what you're saying. So there's like rooms off of a narrow hallway. I understand. Okay. Can silos slip through the door? Like under the door? Are the cracks? Are they like poorly made wooden doors? Like, is there a way for me to slip into rooms? And a 10. Silo doesn't need much because the doors aren't that well made. Okay. And she squeezes under which of those doors? I mean, I guess I'll just pick the first one on the right. If they're the first one on the right. Silo squeezes into the hold, which is filled mainly with barrels and a large, large, heavy reinforced chest at the end of the hold. I- anywhere in eight boxes? Not from which you can see. Okay. Uh, I back out. Okay. And try another door. Okay. You squeeze into the captain's quarters and you see a desk. Mm-hmm. 
and you see navigation charts and you see a large bed, but you don't see anything stored. Okay, I pop my little rat ass right out of that door and into the last one. You find the crew quarters and it's pretty much just hammocks, a few foot lockers, nothing fancy. If Silo's alone, she'll change back into normal Silo form, I guess. And I'm going to go back in the first room, the one that had the cargo in it. Okay, the and, hold? Yeah, the hold. So as Silo's about to go back into the hold, what's going on above deck? Val has kind of rallied like Colvar or someone to help her start to get the boat in order so we can leave the dock. Is everybody on board with Val's plan? No. Val, let's 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 go secure the box first. After that, we can sail away with it. But let's make sure we've got it in our hands and that it's even here. Okay, well, at least we're not attached to the dock, so that buys us a few minutes. Silo, RPG, Silo, RPG. And I'm just walk, walking down the stairs, like, trying to find the animals. Up, RPG immediately runs up to you and just kind of rubs against your legs as if nothing happened. Or Silo. Uh, Silo hears her name and, like, peeks her head around the corner, a giant smile, you know, noxious black stuff dripping between her teeth, and she's like, ah, I found the hold. Great, let's go investigate and find the box and uh, wrap this whole thing up. Right, box. So the six of you, plus the undercover Harper, walk down the hallway. The Harper actually takes the lead, and he goes into the hold and indicates at the end of the hold the large reinforced box. I think it's here. This is the most heavily secured thing on the boat. My guess is it's here. If anybody can open it, we, we might be in the clear. Kovar cracks his knuckles. Is there a keyhole on the chest? There are three padlocks. <sighs> All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just blow up a padlock. I'm going to stick my wand in the thing and blow up one padlock. I guess you guys can We take care of the other two. I point at one of them and I cast Shatter. Vladanya casts Shatter on the rightmost lock and it just bursts as she does that, making a loud Ooh. noise. The Harper runs back into the hallway to watch your flank as you deal with the last two locks. I'd like to stick the my the tip of my wand into the like keyhole for one of the other padlocks and do Elder's Blast. I get two of them and they both do force damage. As Mikhail casts Eldritch Blast on the leftmost lock, the first blast shatters the lock as well. But the second one travels through where the lock was, ricochets off the large wooden chest, and redirects down into the floor. Through the base of the floor, down the bottom of the boat, as water begins to come through the bottom. Um, Two locks down and a sinking ship. As you hear a bang behind you, the harper falls backwards into the hold, dead. A sea hag over him, having just cast Death Glare on him. We are back in initiative. Val. Val is going to turn towards the door, um, her gr- pull her greatsword back out, go, Colvar, get the last lock, and then she's going to rush the um, sea hag. As you do that, you turn around and you see the sea hag directly with your one good eye. Yes. I need you to roll me a DC 11 wisdom check. Nope, that's a nine. Her horrific appearance causes you to be frightened for the next minute. Ugh. Val turns from her and runs back into the corner in the direction away from the hag. Zill, are you looking at the hag yet? It's a 14. You are not frightened. What does Zill do? Zill is going to 
run at her, mm-hmm. but she's also going to do a like a cool cartwheel along the way, and then she's just going to stunning strike the sea hag on the on the back of the neck. Okay, first do me an acrobatics check because you did a roll. You cartwheeled. I did cartwheel. Twenty six to you cartwheel. Cartwheeled beautifully. <laughs> now roll your attack. That's also a twenty six to hit. And you hit her. Roll your damage. It's five points of damage. Okay. Zill does a cartwheel through the water, and just as she lands back, she just hits the hag square in the chest, stunning the hag where she stands in the doorway, your exit blocked. I will continue to hit her. Okay. Two more times. It's a 17. It hits. Okay. It's a 16 to hit. It hits. 10 points of damage. Okay, she's looking bloody already. Blanya. <laughs> okay, so... Dungeon Master, is it possible for me to both shatter and face step? So if face step is a bonus, then yes. Cool beans. I hurriedly point at the last lock, shatter it, step forward to grab. Uh, I assume that it all it opens or I can open yes. it. Yes. What I would like to do, if it's all possible, I would like to grab it and face step up to the top. Okay. Vlanya shatters the last remaining bolt it causes the top of the reinforced chest to burst open and you see multiple trinkets in there on top of which is the small wooden carved chest it's carved with birds and flame and wind it's closed but it is there you grab it and you teleport directly above where not minutes ago the other thug was killed above deck seeing that the ship has drifted 15 to 20 feet from the dock and is sinking fast. On my way out, like, as I step, I'm like, go up! As she yells that, Mikhail. I think I'm going to drink my spider's brew, which is a potion of spider climbing, which I haven't mentioned until now, but has been in my pocket the entire time. She hasn't come up. And I will climb up and, like, try and get up out of the ship. Mikhail is inside the hold where there's a frozen sea hag in the doorway and there are only three small portholes too small to crawl out on the side. Is drinking a potion a move action? I'll call it a bonus action. Bonus action? Then I'll use Eldritch Blast and since it was so readily blasted a hole in the bottom of the ship, presumably it'll blast a hole in the top of the ship just as easily. So you blast the outer edge of the ship where it's lined with barrels and not only do you burst the side of the ship wide open, letting more water start to sink in faster, you burst some of the barrels open around you, showering the five of you remaining inside there with the barrel's contents, which is tens of live crabs. There are now crabs everywhere on top of you, in the water, all over the hold. Water's coming in faster. But we have an exit. Yes. We do. It was was up at it. I shot up at an angle, so it kind of blew a hole, like, in the top of the wall. And then cracked all these barrels. It's in the upper edge of the wall. Yeah, and it caused the rest to blow back in. So... Valanya is on the top deck. Mikhail is starting to scurry up out the blasted hole. Silo. Turns into gaseous form and gets out the hole. Just like the change of pressure as she changes. She just like sucks her gaseous form right outside the ship. Great. It is now the sea hag's turn. And she's stunned. Correct. <laughs> she just a standard sea hag. Yep. Who is left in the room? Val, Zill, Kolvar. Each one of you are attacked by the crabs. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's see. Oh. They're going to claw you. A pinch. Each. <laughs> Zill, one does a 18 on you. That crab hits you. Val, 
That one gets a two. Nope. Colvar. That one gets an 18 as well. That hits. So Zill and Colvar each take one damage and you each have a crab attached to your clothing. Ah! <laughs> what is this foul creature? Aww. Water is now pouring in through that giant hole in the side. It is now waist deep. Colvar. Colvar sort of stares at the lockpicks in his hands and the ruins of the chest that he never got to use them on. Um, but realizes that his friend Zill is in trouble over there with this hideous creature, drops them, pulls his crossbow out, takes aim at the stunned creature. The The red light glows on the on the crossbow. The, the bolt forms and he launches it at her. Okay, roll your attack. Natural 20. Oh, man. Yeah. You're cross bolt explodes in her face showering red sparks all over the hold roll your double damage 32 points of damage wow okay tell me how you kill the sea hag as the bolt streaks across the room the red light illuminates the crabs and the water uh, streaks right past zill's head her hair flies just up a little bit from the, the the force of it flying by it strikes the sea hag directly in the forehead and the bolt explodes and the back of her head flies into the hallway. Fantastic. You kill the sea witch. Her stunned body just falls over dead, opening the doorway back to the now semi-submerged hallway in the bottom of the hold of the ship. Zil, Kolvar, and Val, you have a clear path back into the hallway to wade through the water back to the top of the deck. We do that. Yeah, we're going to run up top. We wade. The three of you wade waist deep in the water, up the stairs, joining Vlanya, Mikhail, and Silo above deck, centered around the box that was just stolen. As you rejoin each other and have removed the box from the Zentarum's hold, you start to notice a little bit of a flicker. The six of you, rejoined, look up at Mikhail, who starts to look a little thin, a little transparent. Oh. Are you feeling okay? Oh, wait, I'm a gas. Never mind. Oh, we did it. I guess, I guess I'm going home now. Wait. Oh, no. Shiny-headed friend. Right. Silo changes out of gas. I'm like, no, you're my only tiny friend I've ever no, had. No, it does all right. Oh, no, that's so sad. No, it does all right. Friends, this went, this went much better than it should have. We were all kidnapped. We were blackmailed into committing a number of crimes. People did get murdered. But, you know, we all survived, I guess, and somebody's petty squabble will be settled now that we have the box. I grab the box, throw a floating disc where the ship is kind of moved away. I throw the disc. I leap from the boat to the disc to the dock is what I attempt to do. Okay. Oh, that's super dramatic. And as she jumps to the disc, Mikhail starts to fade fully translucent, leaving his clothes behind him in a pile on the sinking ship. But at least you got oh, your monologue before you left, friend. naked. <laughs> it has happened before, it's all right. As Mikhail fades back into nothingness, Vlanya takes the box and runs to a suddenly thrown floating disc between the sinking, drifting ship and the edge of the dock, chaos ensuing on the wooden planks below. The now four of you left behind watch her start to run from you. Okay, see, I can't, I can't do that. Um, where, where are you going? I feel like she's the only one actually from here. I think maybe 
we no got valves a bit from here. I mean, we really did what we set out to do. So like the box has, isn't with them. She has the box. We're going to just let her like, we don't even know what's in it. What's in it? Okay. So we're going to follow her. Yeah, I guess yep. the plan is to right. follow. So I'm going to run. And when she hits the disc, she's going to like do a really cool flip and try to land on the ground. I This is what I say I'm going to do. <laughs> Roll an acrobatics for anybody who's going to take chase, jumping on the disc into Ooh, the dock. I did it. A 16? A 16 as well. 16. Hot dog. Okay. Well, Great. I'm going swimming with a seven. No. But I can swim. Silo, Zill, and Kolvar all take chase on the disc, jumping off and not 15 feet behind Vlanya as you run through the chaos that's ensuing on the docks, people everywhere pushing through the crowd. Val jumps over the edge of the ship. The disc disperses right as her foot hits it, and she falls into the water. She starts to swim towards the dock, and she starts to go transparent. I'm coming, Silo! Val, do we, do we see her sink? Do you look back for Val? I do. Yes, we look Silo back does. for her. She's part of our group. I'm coming! Silo quickly turns into a warhorse and begins running her down. Okay. Oh, wow. No. This escalated real fast. <laughs> okay. I won't run her over. I just want to run next to her at her uh, her pace. Do we do we have a rope that we could throw her? Colvar has a rope and he will he will hand it to you. I'm gonna throw it. Okay. Splitting the party. Cool. Okay. You're welcome. Chelsea turns into a warhorse like and nay. pushes through the crowd and the guard and everything. There's now you see a fireball in the distance erupt a few streets over, just making the ground shake beneath you, throwing Vlanya to the ground and causing additional chaos beyond. Zil, Kolvar, you turn around, pull out the rope, and you throw it to the now fading Val 15 feet from the edge of the dock. Val, just grab grab onto this. Eh. I mean, I'm swimming as fast as I can, Zil. As you get closer, you become more and more transparent. As she gets to the edge of the rope... Val disappears, leaving nothing but her clothes in the wake of the water. Oh, Culver, she's gone. I, I, think, I think it's time for lemons. Silo the Warhorse is now bursting through the crowd, two steps behind Vlanya. The two of you take chase through the main boardwalk along the edge of the docks. My goal is to try to um, get to her, not like I said, not run her over, but to maybe hint at her to jump on. Escape faster. I look over. Yeah, obviously, but can you do that a little more casually? I mean, you're kind of a giant horse, and I'm trying to blend in with the crowd, and you're not blending in very well. She, like, shakes her locks a little bit. It's like, she has this kind of black, viscous (laughs) saliva as she, like, smiles a horsey smile at you. I try to go towards, like... A wall. I'm just trying to get to the side and pull her over to the I side. I like slow down. Just turn back into you. The two of you duck down a side alley where there's basically no one momentarily. Like, nay? Now, stealth. The two of you stop momentarily in the alley. Colvar and Zill, you're left looking at the washed up clothes from Val at the end of the dock. Okay, so she's gone. Right, let's, go, let's go find Silo and make sure she doesn't get into too much trouble before we all vanish. <sighs> Okay. The two of you turn around, Kolvar, you can easily see the trail of destruction a giant warhorse just left in the middle of the docks and the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. They went that way. The two of you take a quick pace and hurry up behind, and moments later come across Horsey Silo and Vlanya in the back alley. It's quiet. Seems like no one has taken notice of you as you're back here. Where's Val? 
Oh, she she did that thing. She already faded out the same way that Mikhail did. At that moment, Kolvar starts to go transparent. No, 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 Kolvar, Kolvar, stay here, stay here. Think, think grounding things. Think of... Zittle, you've been my best friend. No, 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 You're never going to see me again. I'm so sorry. I don't think that's how this works. I think you're just fine. Like nay? Colbert, Colbert, stay here. Stay here. Think, think, think like, think about, think about solid things. Think about brick walls. Think about mountains. Poof. Colvar is gone, leaving nothing but his feathered hap <laughs> on top of a pile of clothing Zill's in just, that alley. Zill's just holding onto the hat and she's crying. Oh my God. It's okay. This is just magic. I'm sure you're going to go home. You, you have a lovely home. Yes. I have. No home. <laughs> oh. I have. Uh, maybe wherever you're from is nice, yes? It is a dead world. <laughs> oh. Well. I have five pool luck. balls. <laughs> I hand you a bag of ball bearings. Ooh. I say, I wish you luck. Perhaps that you can take this with you. I don't know. You, it might just get left behind, but... You know, hold it tight. Maybe it'll do something. I don't know. Okay. As this tender moment is going on, the horse next to you starts to fade. Oh, no, 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 no. Salo changes back. <laughs> like, open the box before I go. I have to know what's in it. Oh, yes, yes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I open the box. What's in it? Vlanya opens the box, which after all that work is not even latched. It's a beautiful wood etched box showing birds in flame and wind. And inside is a bunch of rocks. That son of a... Like I told you! Oh, you could, you know, you could stack them on top of each other and build like a very nice, serene little rock pile. Zill, do you say this as yes. Silo has now poofed? Oh, no! Literally like poofed right next to you as you said it. <laughs> leaving nothing but her glowing beads and a, a lock of her dreads, oddly enough, kind of oh, gross, behind. That's kind of gross. I start digging into the stone pile. There must be something here. And I pick up the stones and I'm looking at the stones and I'm digging around and I look inside the box and I empty the stones on the ground and I'm looking maybe if it's hiding something. Something. There's got to be something. Roll me a arcana check. Fifteen. An Eighteen. The two of you realize that this box of rocks, it must mean that these are somehow magical rocks, even though you can't figure it out. Even though they look like normal, everyday rocks, they must be magical somehow, because otherwise, why would this have all happened? I start putting the rocks back into the box. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Um, well. Well. You know, I'll just wait here for pause. Okay, I guess uh, at some point one of us will disappear again. But before before I I guess I go, there aren't there aren't any elves where I'm from, and and I at this point Zill takes off the headband that she's been wearing the entire time to reveal that she's a half elf, and oh. and uh, it's just it's really really cool to see someone else. It's a pleasure to meet you, and I hug oh. you really tight. Would you like to touch my ears? Yes. They're bigger than yours. They're so pointy. I was just going to poke your ears. I allow it. Oddly enough, even though Vlanya is from Waterteep, she begins to fade as well. Wait. Oh, Wait, you're rats. from here. Why are you leaving? Who knows? 
Why have... What am I supposed... Okay, okay, I will take... Okay, I guess I'll I'll hold on to the box or something and... I will I'll just put it on the ground. I'm sure Paws will come and get it. Xanathar is probably He's watching us so the whole time. Serious. RPG. RPG. Your cat runs up to you and jumps in your arms, nuzzles up against your chest. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, it was a pleasure to meet just, you from uh, wherever it is you're from. Antilia. Do you have any questions? Uh, are there more elves where you're from? Oh, here. Yes. Are there lots of elves here? There are so many elves, and they're happy. And they're prosperous. That's nice. And some of them are jerks, but other ones are very nice. That's nice. As Vlanya says this, her and RPG slowly fade, leaving nothing but her cloak behind in the alleyway, Zill by herself. Oh. Oh, God. Zill holding the box Uh, of allegedly magic rocks. Okay. I'm just going to hold the box very tight. Surrounded by your disappeared friend's clothing. You begin to fade. No! <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put the box. Okay, should I hold the box? I don't know. Um. Yeah. Okay, hold the box. Hold the box. Okay. Uh. It was very nice to be here, Mr. Paws. Lemons. We did. We did what you asked us to do, sir. As you speak to the sky, you fade more. But oh. The box remains intact. Oh. Okay. Okay. Put it down carefully so it doesn't open up again. Uh. Oh. Oh. Uh. I'll take out one pool ball and put it on top of the box. Okay. And as Zill does that, she is gone. Our six adventurers return to their own realms by Xanathar. Or in Vlanya's case, her own time. Moments later, a quiet settles upon the moonlit empty alley. The rising full moon illuminates the chaos from the docks beyond as a random passerby of no import or consequence stumbles randomly down the alley. So what do we got here? Got a, a cloak, a hat. What's this box? We got uh, some pool balls, some rocks. Huh. I think I could uh, gamble these at Kraken's Folly. Uh, Bobby's going to get paid. And with that, the faceless thief shuffles onward into the bustling streets beyond of Waterdeep, the city of splendors, home to countless stories continues on under the watchful gaze of the Honorable Knight statue. And now introducing Kevin Patrick as Bobby No Good.